The Adult Swim family invites you to celebrate the holidays by spending Christmas Eve with Doom as he hosts an entire evening of Adult Swim holiday specials. Experience the true meaning of this joyous season through the unique perspective and magical wordplay of America's most beloved rap singer. It's Christmas with Doom. I can understand it. V the beat bandit who bring heat for the mic unhanded. Whoever go after burning hands and lips. A lot of rappers ran and abandoned their whips. Just another day in the dunya. Don't leave your girl around me, he might sooner. Up under the window, serenader like a crooner. Stay ahead of the game and cut her off sooner rather later. Use her up to gather data. Scoop her in the butter, soft moon, roof navigator. Or the land, or the legs, or the bends. 116th by the hour from the Africans. But they won't let you push them. One tried to get fly, I almost had to mush them. If I wanted to rob them, I would've wore a mask. Hit them with the fold to the door and toe ass. Want not, waste not, front not. They didn't see him dipping to the 50 cent blunt spot. V walk in town with space boots, space suits. Fucked up cut, but she still says face cute. Told the streets what you staring at. The sewer cap opened up and said, why you wearing that? He said, oh, you want to snap? Piss face? The way you be in everybody's business is a disgrace. At the park gate, park, who goes there? It's V, the MC, who's nasty as nose here. You may go, he said, you should have been say-so. Tipped him in cash, an Argentinian peso. There you go, my good man. Buy something nice for the seed. And please keep it moving twice the speed. Consider that you're fair worn, or else I'll bring it to your express like airborne. Vaughn, drop a turn on the beat, and shout out that little bird from the word on the street. What's going on? It's your boy Sid Davis back with a brand new episode of the Social Introvert Podcast, episode 189. You can find the show exclusively on bynkradio.net forward slash podcast, as well as SoundCloud, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Spotify. So, Drake has a new song out, and I'm I'm, I'm not a big Drake fan by any means like that you know i have friends who are uber drake fans and they try to get me to convert but you couldn't pay me to even be one i just nothing personal i just i'm not feeling his stuff like that so uh no since i'm in the christmas spirit this is the time of year decided to be nice and take time to listen to his new song war the visuals are nice look pretty cool um, I noticed the subtle shots at <laughs> Diddy and Pusha T throughout this track. I listened to the song several times. Um, you can just listen to it and jam and say, well, I, I didn't hear anything. Um, you, you have to be an avid Uber fan of hip hop to catch certain things. I know when I'm hearing some subliminal shots, those were some subliminal shots from Drake towards Push and Diddy. Um, why is he doing this again? Did he not learn his lesson? <laughs> clearly, clearly he didn't. He didn't learn his lesson. You know, there was an article also that I, I came across with Drake in an interview with Rat Radar talking to B-Dot and B-Dot asked him a question about Kanye West about, you know, I guess reconciling or, you know, amending the 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 ties that have been severed between the two and basically well i'm not gonna put the clip up or anything i don't know uh, he said something along the lines of that's on him to fix you know I, I grew up being a fan i'm not a little kid anymore 
Uh, obviously, the beef between us is more so personal situations. And if he wants to, he's basically he was saying, I can't fix it for him. And I'm like, I, I didn't quite understand it, but it was like, what the hell? Um, but anyway, Kanye, that's that Kanye and Drake thing is in the past. I really don't even care about that anymore. But, the, you know, Drake, I don't know what it is. And it's not just Drake. It's people overall this day and age, you know, uh, they, they have this ego or this this arrogance of. But you know when people try really hard to be cool, it's like this this try hard type of you know this arrogant uh egotistical energy of uh fuck everybody when they really don't feel that way. They just they see everyone else do it so they go with the same um attitude. And it, you know it's these people that give off this attitude of trying to be really hard at being cold-hearted and acting acting like they don't care or act like they don't give a fuck about certain things and i'm going into 2020 being booked and busy and all of this stupid shit and i'm gonna live my best life to the fullest or what's that dumb what's that dumb fucking meme going around um uh, people really don't realize that this is their last year talking to me like shut the hell up stop it knock it off I'm going to be talking to the same people, jumping into the same drama. And, you know, I'm not going to drag this out, but um, Drake, <laughs> just stop it. Let it go, man. You you lost that one. You lost that one. You can get at Diddy and get at whoever else, but don't. I suggest you don't come at Jay. <laughs> because <laughs> jay could get in that zone if he really wanted to like you know he you know old man jay he's up there you know he doesn't rap the same way that he used to but when he when he wants to jay get busy and i suggest you leave Pusha t alone because i believe Pusha t still got more in the um he, he he got more in the cannon bro he got some some ammo to to unleash on you some secrets so you might want to check with your own camp. Check your OVO camp because that's the only reason why Push T got the upper hand on you. <laughs> so uh, somebody's pillow talking. Somebody's uh, there. There's a mole within the OVO camp. Drake, leave it alone. Just leave it alone. And I know there were subtle shots in that song. Listen very closely. So, yeah, the other night um, I went out with uh, an old friend of mine, well, old friend, I've known her for like forever, always hang out with her. But, um, you know, I, I'm that type of person, right, that likes to front and act like I'm good at a lot of shit like pool, foosball, uh, darts, um, uh, dominoes. Uh, blackjack whatever so she was like you know we haven't really went to that spot we always go to um in a while because anytime i link up with her uh we we just go to like club 51 or we'll go down we'll go to uh well that is in downtown savannah or we'll go out on the um that nice little yacht on 
on the water in downtown Savannah, or we'll go to the Bohemian, the the rooftop Bohemian Hotel and and kick it there, and um, the other spots, the other bars that are around like Elon and shit. So we go to this one spot, and they have a lot of, it's like a hole in the wall type, but it's kind of nice. I'm not gonna, they kind of fixed it up, but um, they have a lot of pool tables there, and I'm that type of person that brags a lot. Especially when it comes to pool, and I'm like, bro, I'm so heat in pool, man. Nobody can fuck with me, man. Step to me, bro. I'm I'm that type. And as long as I've known her, right? I've known her since. Uh, when when did I go to that school? When I was in Beaufort, South Carolina. Uh, that was sixth grade. I've known her since sixth grade. As actually, that's when I first moved down there, and that was actually the first person I interacted with. She's the first person I inter- yeah okay. So and she probably gonna kill me because she always listens. So she probably gonna kill me and for the fact that I didn't remember that. So I've known her since then, and she's heavy in the sports. Like she can play more. She could probably play football or whatever. <laughs> She's good. Um, I did not know that she was a beast at pool. And I said to myself, I'm like, man, in my head, I'm like, no, I'm not really that trash at pool at all. I'm I'm pretty good when I try. And like, so I think I got a chance of beating her. She beat my ass about eight, nine different times in pool. And I said, like, all right, we're going to have to stop and move on to something else. And I'm like, let's play darts. And she was like, She's like, you're trash at darts, which she won't lie. And I am trash at darts, man. So I say that to say I need to improve on my dart skills and I damn sure need to improve in pool because goodness gracious, I didn't know I was that trash at playing pool. I got embarrassed. There's a lot of people in there. They crowded around the table. I think she played. She played two or three other people and beat them with ease. So, Jesus Christ, I got my ass whooped. But yeah, the most that I've hung around her was during spring and summer, mostly in the summer. Every single year since I've known her, we hung out during the summer. And, you know, of course, the older we got, we were like, all right, let's let's go to Jacksonville. Let's go to Miami or um, let's let's go to the beach or let's just let's have a random day downtown or whatever. And I'll kick it with her all fucking day. But this was the first time where she was shooting to have me hang out with her during Christmas. And I'm like, nah, I was hesitant on it. I was like, I don't really feel like it. I kind of just want to chill. But then she kept shooting for it. Uh, she got mad at one point. So I was like, all right, whatever. Um, Hung out with her. Been hanging out with her for an entire week now. Um, she's actually downstairs. And I was like, yo, I'll be right back. <laughs> I got to go record this episode and, you know, I, I don't know. So she's watching some, some reality show shit, but whatever. Like, I don't put my, my personal life out there like that on social media. I just post memes and music and clown some shit sometimes in a video. That's about it. But it's like the moment I post a picture of her, it's like, like mad people were hitting me up. They're like, yo man, like who's that or whatever. And. All I can say is uh, you went her DMs and I'm in her 2019 
wrapped list on Spotify of most listened to podcasts. So, <laughs> oh shit, <laughs> let me stop. Uh, but anyway, real quick, uh, let me get to some music. Let me stop acting stupid. Uh, Cameron has dropped Purple Haze 2. And like I said, when it comes to the second installment, third installment of a series of an album of the same name, I'd be trying to see which one is the best one. And I, you could say easily, most people are like, nah, it's the first Purple Haze. But this one, man, this Purple Haze 2 is is fire i'm feeling it i like it a lot uh anyways one of my favorite songs off of this album is meddling check it out Nowadays you might see me where the Barbie was Gonna take my ex back Seen her with Safari Had her with the work in the car That was my damn bitch But you join the circus You do clown shit When you fuck up Can't come back around this Word from the late great HUD How I sound sick It might be older summer Look I never spoke on it Don't like it My dick's available Choke on it, talk when I want to talk. No pressure from my Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat. Before the internet, I've been the man. I'm still that nigga, cop a car, turn the corner and call you poor. We got a friend, they want to be trained. I yell out all the boys. You making laws, y'all call the law. You ain't trying to win the chip, then what you calling for? One of my girls, he want a wife up. Ready to change his life up. DM to my love you. Then told him swipe up, uh, drank his bank account, then told him life sucks. Off from the bottom, I made it right to the top, sent the floor, sit on my lap, baby. baby huh. We got to get it, we'll get it going, believe me, what's the cap, no cap, baby, baby. This is that matter he. Shopping my movies, Mona work for me. Rather work with me, that happened when the boss is me. Only way you could talk to me from across the street. Mr. Kama Kama, what we got in common, no. Streets of Harlem, I treat them just like Once again, that's Meddling by Cameron off of his brand new project, Purple Haze 2. It's available on Apple Music, Spotify, and Google Play. So, uh, Boyce Watkins and Lizzo are beefing. There's this huge clash of the two and i'm like that's weird boyce watkins lizzo and then i kind of put two and two together before going into the story and seeing what was going on i'm like oh okay i i think boyce watkins dr boyce watkins i'm sorry dr boyce watkins struck a nerve so um he he does a live stream on youtube actually not even a live stream the first one started out as a video and it was criticizing her and everything and comparing her to Cardi B and Oprah and all that. Like I have, I have the audio, so I'm going to play it, but it turned into a whole thing, man. Uh, real quick, here is what started the beef between Dr. Boyce Watkins and Lizzo. Check it out. 
act I'm gonna sound like a self-righteous prick who's sitting on a soapbox who's acting like he's better than everybody else because that's what we do we think that because we don't go along with ignorance and stupidity and ratchetry and and buffoonery that somehow that somehow you ain't keeping it real you ain't keeping it real you ain't keeping it real everybody thinks that keeping it real means keeping it stupid and I'm gonna talk about this big fat sloppy pig named named Lizzo so Lizzo is this lady who just flew on the scene and she's basically about 800 pounds and she runs around and she loves to just put her big nasty ass out in front of everybody's face doesn't matter if your kids are around doesn't matter if you you know if you sit there you be in church doesn't matter if you had a lakers game because this week actually she went to a lakers game and literally walked into the lakers game with her ass out like she had something there was a thong or something there there was like some sort of material there but mostly it was just ass like big sloppy nasty disgusting ass like she looks like she eats like at least a couple of Popeye's chicken sandwiches every half an hour and uh, and she's probably like about maybe two skittles away from a heart attack uh, but for somehow somehow some way we've decided that that is empowerment we've decided that that oh my god she's so wonderful she's so confident girl work it girl work it girl you know well you know I'm sorry but you know I'm not trying to say that there's anything wrong with being overweight we know people get overweight shoot I, I was fat at once What's the problem with some of this weird empowerment bullshit which you pretty much got from white feminists who are really like a weird confused group of people who who get who demand a lot of power and then they get the power and they don't know what to do with it and they, they just run around chopping off men's penises for any reason and and basically emasculating every man they can possibly find which is why your culture is falling apart your marriages don't last your families don't stay together and your kids are fucked up because basically a lot of the white women have told you that women that in order to have their power women are supposed to act like men and they're supposed to run out and do whatever nasty ridiculous raunchy ass shit men are doing women are supposed to do the same thing and girl that's empowered and if you speak up on it then somehow you're slut shaming or somehow you're you know somehow you're you're trying to oppress women well you know what i'm sorry but when i see this when i see lizzo when i see when i look at lizzo i see um you know they I, i'll tell you like this i see lizzo and i see a woman that should be on a cereal bottle like i see aunt jemima personified i see mammyism um on steroids i see you know if if you mix like oprah with cardi b you might get Lizzo, not the skinny Oprah, the fat Oprah. Take the fat Oprah, mix her with Cardi B, and, and maybe throw in like two live crew or something. Then you might get Lizzo. Lizzo's like the fat Cardi B. Uh, think about this. Pay attention now. This is not by accident. She did not become famous by accident. There's plenty of people, there's plenty of fat women who can sing who don't want to like walk around with their ass out in public in front of children. By the way, if I walk out with my penis out at a concert and talking about talking about I'm trying to be, I'm trying to be free, I'm trying to be me. If I walk out with my my you know what out and little kids are around, what's gonna happen to me? What tell me what's gonna happen to me if I go to a Lakers game and say, I want to be empowered. I'm gonna pull out my stuff and let everybody see what I got going on. I would go to jail for that. Right. I will go to jail and, and, and some people will be pretty offended. You know, maybe some people will be impressed. Who knows? I don't know. But but, but I'm, I'm playing. I'm being silly. So this was December 9th. And today is, of course, Boxing Day is the 26th. Since December 9th, he has been going in. He's been going in the entire month. And of course, he's doing this to get the attention, to gain some traction. He finally got a response out of Lizzo. So on Twitter, Boyce Watkins also tweeted. He says Lizzo's popular is because Lizzo is popular because there is an obesity epidemic in America rather than encouraging people to do better. We are simply lying to them and telling them that they are just fine the way they are. Unfortunately, many of these people are dying from diabetes and heart disease. Lizzo responds. 
She says, I'm popular because I write good songs and I'm talented and perform high energy hour and uh, in a half shows filled with love. Let me let me repeat that again. I'm popular because I write good songs. Okay. And I'm talented. Okay. And I perform high energy. Say that one more time. And I perform high energy hour and a half shows filled with love. I'm sorry. Let me keep going. The only person who needs to do better is you. Keep my name out your mouth and look in the mirror before you come for me. Here's the attention you ordered. And she gives her the. Uh, yeah, she she gives him the smiling or the smirk emoji or whatever, you know, man. Listen. Dr. Boyce Watkins goes back in on the 24th on Christmas Eve and fam, he just keeps going in. He continues to go in. Now, this clip is a little bit longer than the one that I just played, but, you know, it's about like three minutes, of, you know, audio. Oh, but he's going in. Uh, so check this out. So, yeah. So, you know, so Lizzo sends the, this tweet over um, through Twitter. I, I got it from Vicky Dillard. You guys know Vicky Dillard. She's on FlyNewBeingQueenTV.com. And, uh, and I'm just going to tell you like this, point blank period, you know, I really love Vicki Dillard. I, you know, Vicki Dillard, it's because of the Vicki Dillards of the world, because I have so much respect for the Vicki Dillards of the world, that I have to challenge the Lizzo's of the world. Uh, I don't necessarily, I'm not into the business of hating people. I don't, I don't hate Lizzo for being who she is. But I got to challenge you. I got to challenge you because, you know, sometimes when you know too much as a black man, you you... You confuse people. Sometimes you say things that hurt people's feelings uh, because you understand the history. You know, we got receipts on this white supremacy thing and we know how insidious it can be. We know how white supremacy works. And so, you know, when I see Lizzo and I, I see her up on stage, you know, shaking her ass again, the, the fat Cardi B, that's basically what she she's the fat Cardi B. Um, you know, it, it bothers me because I see the Vicky Dillards of the world. I see black women who are intelligent. Black women who represent the community well, going out here and making fools out of themselves who can't even get an ounce of airtime on TV. Can't get an ounce of airtime on national TV, but yet you'll take this lady who's embarrassing her family, acting the goddamn fool. Y'all know she's a fool, seriously. Y'all, I mean, y'all know it. I mean, I'm not dissing her. I'm not dissing her as a person. Well, maybe I am, but that's not the point here. The point is not to tell Lizzo to be a different person. I'm not telling Lizzo to change who she is. That you got a whole lot of sisters out here that are talented, that are doing things the right way, who can't even get any attention to their work because they're not pulling their ass out just because a white man waved a dollar. You know, they're not they're not shaking their ass at a Lakers game to get attention. Uh, they're not out trying to, you know, become mega thoughts in order to get uh, in order to get a record deal, you know, like, like they're really doing it the right way. And, I, and, and so uh, Lizzo represents the ultimate minstrel show. Uh, we got this crazy new refrigerator that actually plays music. And it's like some old bougie shit. So on this refrigerator, they, they show you with Spotify, they'll show you the album cover when the per, of, of the song that you're playing. Right. And so there's a picture of Lizzo. And she's like totally naked. Anybody seen? That um, anybody seen that uh, that that album cover where she's like sitting there totally naked, 
And you know what it reminded me of? Anybody remember that that album cover Biggie did, Ready, Ready to Die, where he's sitting there in diapers, and he's like totally naked, except he got a diaper on. Like I said, she looks like Biggie. Like she looks like the grown ass Biggie with a wig on right now. You know, like this. Why she got to fucking be naked? Like why can't you play the flute and be talented? Why you gotta be naked? And now, now Lizzo, I'm sure, would have a reason, right? Of course, her reasoning would be because I'm free and I'm proud of who I am and body positivity and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But really, you, you're you're probably naked because you tried to do it the right way. And you found out that as a black woman, you're going to be forced to coon out a little bit if you really want that big record deal. That's just real. That's, that's why I tell you black people need to own our own media. Now, Dr. Boyce Watkins isn't lying. But at the same time... It's like, it, it, well, for me, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, he, he's a little too harsh. But at the same time, you need a little bit of tough love to kind of, I don't know. It's, it's just this weird thing that's going on in today's time, especially where we got to protect our little feelings or, you know, we're, we're going to crack open and break like Humpty Dumpty and shit like that. And, um, fam. I laughed when I listened to this because, you know, I, I watched a live stream and, you know, uh, I, I believe he put it into podcast form and I, I listened to some of it. I listened back to some of it and continued to laugh. But I was like, damn, bro, like, shit, relax, Boyce Watkins. Um, check this out. I'm not a fan of Lizzo and this whole thing of body positivity. I spoke my piece on this thing with people that are plus size trying to claim that title of body positivity it's bullshit body positivity originally means people that are amputees and people born with deformities that's where body positivity came from and they took it and ran with it now i could get much deeper into this you know you know people you know especially what black people have went through in the past and civil rights movement and then the thing that happened with the civil rights movement, you know, we became a little inclusive. I'll relax. I'll push away from it. I digress. It's Christmas. It's the holidays. So I'll shut the fuck up. But um, <laughs> I just know body positivity. Uh, No. Just because you're obese or you have a, a thyroid condition. You cannot claim body positivity. Now, you can embrace and be happy in your skin and be who you are, but you can't go around. Oh, I'm happy and I'm free and, and shit like that. Um, <laughs> sorry. But um, look, Dr. Boyce Watkins isn't wrong. To you, he may be wrong. But he's just he has a very unfiltered way of going about certain things. And so do I. And so does a lot of other people. Uh, who knows? I, I, I just thought this was kind of funny and how this blew up. And I'm like, how long is he going to keep going? Because he has a couple other videos. One of the other ones was like, um, what do Cardi B, Lizzo and somebody else have in common? You can go on his YouTube page, Boyce Watkins and look this all up it's a series of videos but he technically did this just to gain some traction and get some attention out of lizzo he wanted to hear from lizzo so yeah um that's that on that 
real quick. Uh, there's a new album out by K. Trinata called Bubba. Love this album, man. Um, his first album, which is 99.9%, really good. This new album, I don't know, man. Um, I like it. This is this seems to me a little more low key than the first one. I know he went all out for the first album. You know, you had uh, Anderson Pack on it. You had. Uh, Little Dragon on the album, Fonte from Little Brother. He even bought in Craig David on the album. Like he went all out on the first album. This one, he kind of, you know, laid back and chilled for a minute. You know, you got some features with uh, Gold Link. There, I, I believe Sid from the Internet is on this album. Estelle, Cali Uchis. But um, one of my favorite songs off of this album is called What You Need. And it features one of my favorite artists, female artists, uh, Charlotte Day Wilson. Check it out. Again, that's What You Need by K. Trinata and Charlotte Day Wilson. Off of the brand new album, Bubba, it's available on Spotify, Apple Music, and Google Play. So before I get up out of here, man, uh, real quick, with uh, Netflix, they are putting out a new animated series for Fast and Furious. Like the Fast and the Furious films that we're all familiar with. Vin Diesel, Paul Walker, God rest his soul, Tyrese, you know the cast and crew whatever they are doing an animated series netflix original called fast and furious spy racers and i watched the trailer 
and it you know it looks kind of cool but at the same time it's just jarring as hell because um <laughs> i'm just of course when you think about it i'm like all right animated though is we're not used to that we've been seeing this for years live action you know with real people everything and you know there's gonna be a ninth movie coming out real soon and i believe cardi b's featured in there and j-lo or whatnot i don't know um but anyway the executive producer or one of the executive producers there's there's actually one two three there's five total um tim hedrick neil h moretz brett hallen chris morgan and yours truly vin diesel he is one of the executive producers so i I, automatically i could just go in and just joke on it because it's an animated series for netflix called fast and furious based on the movies that's an easy target but i'm like you know what i kind of want to um check this out and see what it what it's about so let me let me go in here and just check out the premise i want to read the premise to y'all um (laughs) this is so weird fast and furious spy racist goodness gracious um let me see the plot it's very short tony toretto dominic toretto's cousin is recruited by a government agency together with his friends to infiltrate an elite racing league serving as a front for a crime organization called shifter and uh, that is bent on world domination that's it um i don't know like i said i'm gonna check it out we gonna see if that shit is corny and trash the jokes is gonna fly on this podcast just know that but uh let me see production companies involved is dreamworks animation so that's a plus um let me see the acquisition of dreamworks animation by nbc universal which includes a first look at dreamworks animation animated series based on universal pictures film properties so um it it looks promising it's dreamworks nbc universal getting together doing this so we'll see <laughs> uh more movies not netflix related but there's another one that i was kind of concerned about and i believe i talked about it before bad boys 3 bad boys for life comes out january um automatically people are going to be drawn to this they're going to go see it will smith martin lawrence back together again more action more comedy um the only difference is Jerry Bruckheimer and Michael Bay are no longer a part of this, which kind of worries me. And I'm not really like the biggest Michael Bay fan, but I give him credit for his work on um, Bad Boys and Bad Boys 2. And that was because he was helped by Jerry Bruckheimer. My problem with this is this film comes out in January. The trailer doesn't really give anything away, which... You know, I have my gripes with certain trailers. Sometimes they show the entire movie damn near, or sometimes they don't really show enough to give you uh, any, you know, care in the world to even go see it. So what I'm trying to say is this film comes out in January. 
And for anybody that's kind of privy to Hollywood and how their film release works, January is the month of where movies just go to die. No one cares for it or the film's not good. So I'm worried, <laughs> but I'm trying to give or have as much faith as I can. Um, yeah, I'm trying to have as much faith as I can in this because it's Will Smith and it's Martin Lawrence. It's like, what could go wrong here? Yeah, they're older, but that doesn't matter. Shit. Look at Mel Gibson and Danny Glover in the Lethal Weapon series. Awesome. Great series. And then they also threw in a little joke in Lethal Weapon. We getting too old for this shit. Kind of like, hey, y'all, like Lethal Weapon 4 is the last one. We stopping right here. But um, yeah, man, I'm, I'm a little worried. And it doesn't really help at the fact Martin Lawrence hasn't really been that active. And then you have Will Smith, where a lot of his movies as of late have not been very good at all. Um, I kind of I want to defend Collateral Beauty, but even Collateral Beauty was like, eh. And then I believe Spies in Disguise, the animated movie that Will Smith is in, came out. I don't know if it's any good. Kind of went under the radar. No one's really talking about it. So I'm, I don't know, man. We got to protect Will Smith from terrible movies or uh, we got to boycott and riot to make sure he gets like a different agent because he can't be doing no more shitty movies. I'm sick and tired of it. Gemini Man was terrible. <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's all. Uh, I don't know, man. I, I've been wanting to see Bad Boys 3 really bad. And then the fact that we're we're finally getting it. But at the same time, um, it comes with a cost. The original filmmakers aren't a part of this shit at all. And it comes out in January. So we'll see. We will see. And uh, that wraps up this episode for me. Thank you for listening to episode 189. The final episode of 2019. Uh, wow. Man, thank you for listening to this episode of the Social Introvert Podcast. Real quick, shout out to 12 Kyle Podcast, Random Tandem, the John Effect Podcast, Two Awkward Millennials, Off the Record Podcast, Reasonable Ignorance, Ignorant Philosophy, Saturdays with Chicken Duck. And of course, I can't forget about the BYNK family. Shout out to Gummy Name Podcast with Shogun and Cole Jackson. And shout out to Rain Coleman over there at the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. Last but not least, shout out to Jasmine Blue and Hakeem Skip with over there as well. Those are BYNK Radio website blog content creators. I'm also a blog content creator. You can go into BYNKRadio.net, go to the lifestyle section, and that is our series of blogs. Scroll down to the social introvert. That's me. Um, I do have two new blogs that'll be posted today. So I'll post it. You'll get to see it. If you want to check it out, check it out. Let me know what you think. And uh, if you want to follow me on social media, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Davis, I-S-I-D-D-A-V-I-S. You can also follow my Instagram podcast page at the Social Introvert Podcast. And you can follow the Twitter podcast page, T-S-I underscore pod. All of, all of that, sorry, <laughs> will be in the description of this episode. And send your thoughts, you got any questions, need any advice, just want to talk and shoot the shit, 
send those emails to the social introvert podcast at gmail.com. And uh, as always, when it gets to the month of December, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy Boxing Day, and have a happy new year. See you guys in 2020. Peace. Love it when we just talk. Love it when we just talk. Talk it. Talk it till. Quarter past dawn with a wise lady. About the pitfalls and living the grind daily. Defense mechanism popping. I want to keep it straight with a butt. I also play deep. And when she taking it, her. Rocking shades in my darkest hour. Complating on how to not complain. Just devour on the plate. Game on duct tape. And I'm trying not to lean on it. I'm also trying to eat something with extra cheese on it. How they do this, huh? My heart, ligament torn. Trying to stay rooted, but also trying to get airborne. How to pursue it all, but see to it, the crew stay wrong. About to see how cold the wind blows when you tear down doors. It's like, yeah. I'm trying to levitate. Yeah. Also trying to hold it down. Yeah. I've been feeling every way since I've been around. Uh. Also, feeling like, hey. Also, I've been feeling like, uh. Also, by the way, by the way. Also, thinking on the way back. Love it when we just talk. Huh. That's that. Shit, I need to dust off. Been a minute, huh? Been a minute. Uh, since I heard myself say some shit and mean it. Yeah. I heard him say Rome wasn't built in a day. Lying Rome, homies, what you saying? I'm trying to move like an avalanche whipping the Cadillac with all the brakes failing. Way to poke a harness naked. Also, I know that patience. Right, slow, radio.